0: Get to the money. Yeah, Gotta get yeah, to the money. Uh-huh. Early morning, so you know that I'm on it. So you know that I'm on it. Gotta make sure damn my fans. The bills is paid and then let's get to the money,
1: get to the money, Welcome to another episode of Drinking After Dark, a podcast where we discuss random topics while having a few drinks. I'm your host Darius and as always drink responsibly and y'all make sure y'all follow Drinking After Dark podcast on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok and y'all make sure y'all like and subscribe to Drinking After Dark Podcast YouTube channel. Uh tonight, uh, I'm drinking on something different because what we're going to be talking about tonight, I'm actually drinking on Gatorade tonight. Usually I'm drinking on my crown roll uh, vanilla mixed with Dr. Pepper Cream Soda, but I'm drinking on Gatorade tonight. And tonight's episode is sponsored by Joe Shakinab at Shakinav.com. Go visit shakenab.com for services, monthly updates, and contact information. Once again, visit shakinab.com promoting leadership and scholarship all right man i hope everybody had a great weekend um i know i did and i know i'm i'm really excited about this weekend um because this weekend there's a big big fight that's uh happening this weekend uh errol spence jr versus uh terrence crawford bud crawford and um this this fight was uh a long time in the making, right? I'm really excited to see these two uh get in the ring and everything like that. It's been back and forth, you know. Talks died down, they didn't fight each other, they fought other opponents, but now they finally are about to about to ballot out, you know, this Saturday. Um I got I got some things that I got some things that I want to say about this particular fight because You know, I'm also a fight fan as well. Overall, I'm a sports fan, but I'm definitely into the fight game. And with this particular fight, I think that, you know, it needed to happen, right? And I'm going to tell you why it needed to happen. Me personally, I felt like who really needed this fight to happen was Bud Crawford, okay? Now, before we get into why I think that, uh, let's get let's get over some, you know, little details or whatever like that. Let's go over some details. So, so both guys are undefeated, okay? Both guys are undefeated. Uh, Errol Spence Jr. is 28-0 with 22 uh, knockouts. But Crawford is 39-0 and 0 with 30 knockouts, all right? So somebody's going to leave with, you know, with a one in the loss column unless there's a tie. And we all know about uh, boxing judges and how they – you know about boxing judges, all right. We have seen some questionable uh decisions over the last, I don't know, long time, decades. All right. Uh we all know about the infamous uh event of Holyfield, Lennox Lewis decision, the first fight. We know about that. Clearly, Lennox Lewis won that fight, but it, come on, man, it was some controversy, and it still happens to this day. So but somebody's going to leave with a one on it in a loss column, in my opinion. All right. Now I'm going to get to. Uh, well, first off, why is this fight so big? Because there's been a lot of talk. And then you start seeing a lot of these fights happening. You know, you look at Deontay Wilder and uh, Tyson Fury, which.
2: That trilogy
1: they had it was really one-sided it was really one-sided you, you really take uh not the first fight, but really the last two fights it was really just a one-sided fight, right um but they were both at the top of the game so as Boston fans, we wanted to see that even though before that, we really wanted to see Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua, didn't happen, which I'm still disappointed. It never happened. Hopefully it will. You never know. I don't think it would have the same. I don't think it will have the same impact. But when they were at the top of their both of them at the top of their game, I think that, you know, that's when they should have made the fight happen, which I would get into. why these fights don't happen but uh with this particular fight um you know these guys are two of the best in the welterweight division um these guys needed to get in the ring And and we all know there's a business side to it we get it there's a business side to it somebody wants more money whatever by the end of the day it's about it's about proving who's the best right and I just think that too many times people believe that, oh, I deserve more money in which is like, okay, are you going to use? And I started believing this for a long time that they were using this money angle as a way to not fight somebody. Cause I believe in my opinion, they were scared to fight somebody. So they're using a the money angle and all of this. So, but again, they had to make this, make this fight happen. Why? Because Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia made their fight happen. So now they're looking at everybody else like, all right, this is what we all want to see. We want to see two of the best in this division. Go at it. And uh, they finally made it happen. Now, I would say this. Why is this fight more important to Bud Crawford than Errol Spence Jr.? Not saying it's not it's equally important to the both of them, but this is from my perspective bud crawford i don't know if you actually follow his followed his uh career or are you still following his career uh bud crawford you no know, he was ranked number one pound-for-pound fighter in the world right i think he's still ranked number one pound-for-pound fighter in the world let me look that up but
2: the opponents that he was
1: facing right we're not talking about on his rise I'm not talking about, I'm talking about when he became champion, right? He became the pound for pound King. When you're on that level, usually your fights are on pay-per-view, right? But all his fights was on, you know, ESPN, which is, I think is good because it gives a lot of other fighters, especially on the undercard. It gives them a chance to you know let the world see, like, hey, I'm here, I arrive, you know, I get to shine because it's on TV. So
2: uh I think that's actually pretty good. But um, I just feel like to me, I just feel like the opponents that he was facing. I think it
1: really didn't it didn't really push the oh pay-per-view is this guy a, a pay-per-view draw right even though he was pound for pound the best fighter in the world number one but who he, the 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 competition it was facing wasn't going to draw that that pay-per-view revenue which a lot of boxers want to get to okay and I'm gonna be honest with you. Some of the fights I really wasn't impressed with Bud Crawford. um You know, some guys he should have got rid of. Like, man, in the first couple of rounds, so they got rid of him. And then some fights, you know, he fighting some guy. You know, these guys got talent. I'm not gonna say they they don't have talent, but you could tell who was more superior in that ring, and he didn't get rid of him until, like, the fight went on longer than when it was supposed to be. So that was just my. Uh, my take on everything uh all right, so let me see uh pound for pound who it is I get I think they updated well this is from Yahoo,
2: okay so apparently uh let me see I'm trying I'm looking at this right now.
1: Okay, so Bud Crawford had been number one in terms of Yahoo, right? Everybody got their own list. But uh, this Japanese fighter, fighter, uh, Inuawe or something like that, I forgot his name. He fought Tuesday. Um, He actually moved up in class and basically uh, beat uh, Stephen Fulton. Uh, for the uh, WBC, WBO, Super Bantamweight
2: world title. Um,
1: So let me see who they got, how they got these guys ranked. Okay. So Bud Crawford is number two. Okay, so they got Bud Crawford number two. Um, They have Errol Spence Jr. number five. So you got two of the top five pound-for-pound fighters going head-to-head, and, uh, you know, welterweights, of course, I got Tank Davis, six, Canelo Alvarez, seven, Tyson Fury, eight, Um, uh, Bita Bev, you know, he's uh, number 10, Uh, Shakur Stevenson, number four, y'all watch out for him, because that, he's coming, right, he's going to be the face of boxing, I believe, at one point, Um, but obviously, you know, Terrence Crawford needs this, because he has to prove, uh, you no, know, he was deserving of that pound for pound fighter, and there was a lot of quit, you know, a lot of doubters out there saying, "Hey, who who have you fought? Who did you beat?" You know, compared to Errol Spence, we know who he's in the ring with. Compared to Bud Crawford, so if we go to, let's do this. Let's go to uh, his
2: notable opponents. All right. Let's go to his notable opponents. Let me see, notable wins. All right, so, Julius
1: Ndongo, Kel Brook, Jeff Horn, Ricky Burns, Ricky Burns, uh, Yorcus Gamboa, Gamboa, (laughs) uh, Amir Khan, okay, I mean, if you want to throw his name out there because he is like a big name in boxing, uh, cool. Um, but with that list, I'm not really I'm not really sold on that list. Uh pretty much in terms of his uh notable victories and and his best fights. So we go to Errol Spence Jr. And this is why I said that the pressure is not on Errol Spence Jr. It's actually on Bud Crawford because he needs this fight. Um, uh, okay, Mikey Garcia. They both beat Kell Brook, but he uh, Danny Garcia, uh, Lamont Peterson, uh, Sean
2: Porter. You know, so let me see who else. So, in my opinion, you know, Spence fought better competition, right?
1: Yeah, I think that, to me, Spence has been more prepared for this fight in terms of the competition leading up to this fight. That's just my opinion. So, hold on.
2: <sighs> Had to take a drink right there. But uh,
1: this, this, to me, you know, I always felt like the business of boxing will always get in the way of great fights. And you got to think about, you know, the fights that should have happened that never happened, right? So I just feel like uh, Bud Crawford needed this uh, particular – fight to prove that once again, I believe if he wins his fight, if Bud Crawford wins his fight, he will go back as the pound-for-pound pound king. Um, let me see what ESPN had
2: just in case. Uh, let me see.
1: I don't know if they updated or anything like that. Yahoo updated. I'm trying to get find the latest.
2: Um the latest rankings. I don't think they have the latest rankings on here. The fact they don't even have Devin Haney on here, that's a little crazy to me, but um. Uh, I don't know. It's they don't have the the okay.
1: So this was back on May twenty fourth. They actually had Terrence Crawford number one, and anyway, uh, number two. But after uh, this past uh, Tuesday's fight, anyway, is number one. Crawford is number two. I'm guessing. That's when I'm guessing how they rank based on what happened. But I believe Terrence Crawford can go back into the number one position if he beats Errol Spence Jr. Now, when you look at all right, then I, I gotta look at this too because the combined records, you know, I'm used to seeing Errol Spence on pay-per-view. I'm still used to seeing Bud Crawford on ESPN. I think it's good that uh big name boxers are on. Uh, Cable TV so everybody that could watch it Everybody can't really afford Pay-per-view and things like that So I always thought that that was pretty cool But at some point you outgrow You outgrow that And you gotta get to that pay-per-view money That's where you really gonna make the big money Through the pay-per-view And the hypes leading up to the fight So
2: Let me see Real quick but i just i don't know i just feel like um uh, i i just i just feel like you know we're in for a good fight we're in for a good fight and i also just feel like
1: you know anything can happen do i believe there's going to be a knockout no I don't believe that's going to be a knockout. I believe it's going to go 12 rounds. I believe it's going to go 12 rounds and uh you know, we'll we'll see. We'll we'll see. Um let me see. They're not giving me the opponent's records. Uh all of his opponents.
2: Okay. Let me see. Okay,
1: he got some of these guys had, you know, some undefeated records or lost one fight. Felix Diaz, okay. John Molina. Oh no, whatever. Well, of course, you know, with any boxer, I'm not gonna count the his earlier fights, like his when he was beginning his pro career, I'm not going to count those fights because we all know those fights are there to build up a fighter. So he was supposed to do what he's supposed to do in those fights. Um, I think
2: when he first fought uh, a fighter
1: with a winning record was in uh, 2011, February 26, 2011. But With that being said, I believe it's going to be a good fight. Uh, Bud Crawford needs this fight way more than Errol Spence, but Errol Spence is coming. Um, If y'all are going to ask me who's going to win this fight, I'm going to let you know. Me personally, me personally, I believe that Errol Spence Jr. is going to win this fight. Uh, I just feel like he's coming in more focused. He's coming in saying, I want to be You know the dominant welterweight in the world. I'm coming in, letting everybody know that, you know, my fights prepared me more for this moment than Bud Crawford's fights. You know, like I said, you look at the opponents, and a lot of times the opponents can let you know if this if this guy is ready to take on, you know, this particular fighter, right?
2: And I just felt like. With Bud Crawford, well, not
1: Bud Crawford, I'm sorry, but Errol Spence Jr. I felt like the way his camp navigated his career and say, no, you're fighting this guy. You're fighting this guy, right? You're fighting this guy. I felt like he was more ready to uh to be, he was more ready for this moment. And you gotta think, you know, a lot of times your opponents you know, they don't match up to the person who you really need to fight, right? So this is going to be, right now, this is going to be each other's best opponent in their career by far, right? By far, this is going to be their uh, greatest opponent, right? And I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a boxing match. It's going to be who's going to dominate their style more, it's also gonna come down to uh
2: how can I say this?
1: Who can who can get off first, but who can clean the land uh clean the uh land the cleaner shots, also uh who can control control the fight more, right? Um and I believe that'll be Earl Spence. You know, I, like I said, the last couple of fights I seen Bud Crawford, and I was not really impressed. Um, and and going going on that right again, listen, we get it. You got everybody, you got the promotion, you got managers, you got trainers, all of them, you know, guiding their their uh, fighter, right. And there's too many people with their hands in a cookie jar, right? That's why a lot of fights don't work. Too many people with their hands in a cookie jar. I just feel like when it's all said and done, I just feel like the fighters have to say, you know what? If I got to get you in the ring, if I got to take less money, I would do it. But I want you in the ring. At some point, pride has to come back. I feel like now we're starting to see a shift. And, uh, you know, with these fighters who got pride and say, you know what? I don't mind traveling across the world to, to defend my title against you. No, you look at with Fulton and, uh, uh, I can't, I just said his name. Y'all please tell me if y'all know how to say his name, right? The Japanese fighter. Um, anyway, I, I hope I said it right. I'm, I'm hoping I said, it. if I didn't get it right, I apologize. But I've seen his fights. That's a bad dude right there. Nice. But I just felt like a guy like that with that mindset saying, okay, this guy is the either number one or number two pound-for-pound pound fighter in the world. I'm going to go across. I'm going to go to his, his home, his backyard, and I'm going to fight him. I'm going to defend my title. That's that pride. I think that's what we need more We need more fighters with pride to say, you know what, I want you. You know one I want next, right? Shakur Stevenson, another guy. Him and Devin Haney been talking trash. Shakur Stevenson ain't running nowhere. So why is Devin Haney backing out? Come on,
2: man. If you claim to be the best, hey,
1: hey, show it. Show it. Because, you no know, people people doubted you with your last fight. You know, you might have got the decision, but, you know, those doubters out there, last fight, even with, uh, even though this was in the movie, right? Apollo Creed, Rocky Balboa.
2: Y'all heard what Apollo Creed said? He like,
1: I won, but I didn't beat him. He wanted him, he wanted the rematch. The victor wanted the rematch. He would do whatever it took to get this man back in the ring. That's that pride in you, you know. I don't know what it is some sports, you know, some athletes don't have pride, and uh, some do, and you could tell like they're willing to go across the world to you know fight somebody, and that's why I respect Fulton so much, man, for doing that. Um, but uh, when it's all said and done, I think Earl Spence junior to me is the better boxer and i feel like he's going to take the fight in a decision i don't think it's going to be a knockout um but i won't be surprised i won't be surprised if a knockout is going to happen i just don't see it in this fight i don't see it in this fight um i think two guys are, are way too smart i think they know this is going to be a marathon so it's going to go to the twelfth round and. It could be close. Uh, It might not be close. I mean, it just depends on who uh, dominates the fight. So, But I'm picking Errol Spence Jr. to win this fight over uh, Bud Crawford. Based on my eye test, um, his opponents know who he has fought so far to get prepared for this moment. I just felt like Errol Spence Jr. is going to win this fight. And some of y'all agree. Some of y'all might disagree. It's just my opinion, okay? I was going to leave it at that. It's my opinion. All right. So before, uh, we get into this next topic, this is the This is one thing I really wanted to talk about as well. Um, uh, remember man, y'all hit that like y'all hit that subscribe button and drinking after dark podcast. And also let me know what I should try, you know, drink wise. You now I do reviews as well. So y'all make sure y'all hit that, uh, Hit the comments, man, and let me know what drinks I should try uh, on my, you know, on my page. So y'all please hit me up. Let me know. All right. So I got to talk about this, right? We're going to stick with sports, but we got to talk about, we got to talk about, oh, I forgot Keith Thurman was a part of it. Danny Garcia, Danny Garcia was a bad dude too. Uh, we got to talk about the, uh, soccer player
2: (laughs) with the, uh, with the, uh, the contract is like crazy contract, right? Uh, let me see. What's his, I don't know his name. How do you say his, How how can you say his name? Um, Uh, I'm, I'm trying to. I don't want to mess his name up, but I want to say. Excuse me for if I really mess this up. I wanna say, Kylian Mbappe. I, I guess that's how you say it. Um, but he, uh, he ended up.
1: he is a Saudi, uh, soccer club has reported reportedly offered a record breaking package, uh, to this, uh, player. And basically one one season, one season, $776 million that's to pay for his salary. And they had to pay another $332 million transfer uh, fee to PSG. For one guy. So they spent over a billion dollars for one guy. Think about this. He is the, he's getting three quarters of a billion dollars
2: for one season. Now, we
1: talk about, you know, sometimes we talk about crazy contracts, right? You know, in baseball, when you see a player sign like a $300 million contract, that's over like 10 years, right? You saw Jalen Brown with his contract. He's getting like 304 million dollars, right? Uh over five years. Crazy,
2: right? That has nothing.
1: That has nothing on this. Like one season, one season, seven hundred and seventy six million
2: dollars unheard of
1: it almost think like why do we play basketball why do we play football why not do soccer we know they pay money for the top players and we all know the top players in soccer are usually the most famous athletes in the world we have seen it okay and they pay big money but y'all don't know soccer is the number one sport in the world okay now, in our country, it's kind of like on that level with hockey. You know what I mean? Because you got football, you got basketball, you got baseball. But in terms of the world game, right, soccer is number one, right? That's why the FIFA World Cup is so huge, right? It's so huge. And if, and they got – I'm jealous. Like, How? Like, you know how many NBA contracts will come out to this or how many teams their payroll for, like, this one season combined We get that? It'll take about six, seven teams probably to get to that amount for one season in the NBA. Crazy.
2: and And I'm really happy because it's like, you know, a lot of times they say, no, you know your worth, right?
1: I'm gonna be honest with you. I think he probably could have got more if they were willing to give him seven hundred. No, seventy six million dollars for one year. He probably could have got a little more. I'm not. I'm just saying. Like, if they want, if they wanted you that bad, oh, oh yeah, more money, more money. He probably could have got more, but. He he's gonna be, and that's not even including like the endorsements he has. I'm pretty sure he has plenty of endorsements. So I, I could say he's pretty much like a billionaire athlete. I mean, when it's all said none? He's probably like a billionaire athlete. So shout out to him. I just always I never thought I would see an athlete make
2: that much money. For one year. One season. All that money. And I'm. Okay. I'm not going to say.
1: I'm a huge soccer fan. I'm not going to say that. But I do know players. Okay. I remember uh, Ronaldinho. No. Brazil. I remember uh, Ronaldo. Uh, Yeah. David Beckham. Uh, Messi, who is now in uh, MLS over here. Uh, who else? Uh, uh,
2: what is his name?
1: All right, say Ronaldo. Uh-huh. I mean, a legend. I mean, you could go back to like one of the all time greats, Pele Pele. I mean, you could go back to that, and yet, I don't think even that. I mean, even with you think like Messi would probably got that, Ronaldo would got that. He got for one season, y'all. One season. It almost think like, man, if we would have trained to play soccer back when we were kids, we would have got that money. Right? you and I'm pretty sure right now he's the most famous soccer player in the entire world. I know right now he is the most famous athlete in the world based on his contract and how social media has been blowing up, right? So I just say, man, congratulations on that. Congratulations, man. Um, I hope you do great things, <laughs> great things, man, uh, uh, during your season and everything like that. So, hey, man, shout out to him. I, I can't – hey, look. You can't be mad at that. You definitely can't be mad at that. That's you never would you never would have thought, you
2: know, from one season.
1: 776 million dollars. Usually you get those type of contracts, they over like 10, 15 years. No. <laughs> one season. That's crazy. All right, man. So uh we come to the end of the episode. I just want to say thanks for tuning in. Make sure you tell your friends and family about Drinking Out the Dark podcast. Uh, new video, new podcast episodes are uploaded every Friday. You can check it right here. Check it out right here on YouTube, or you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Uh, y'all, please, y'all, uh, please check in, tune in. You know, also make sure you follow uh, Drinking Out the Dark podcast on social media: Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Man, y'all make sure y'all follow, man. And once again, please comment below or send messages on my pages on which drinks I should try, man. I try them out and I give y'all my honest review. All right, y'all. Until next time, I'm your boy, Darius from Drinking After Dark Podcast, and we out. Peace. Gotta get to the money. Gotta get to
0: the money. Uh-huh. Early morning, so you know that I'm on. Make sure damn a gotta make sure <laughs> the guys, make. The gone, got to the morning, so you know gotta make sure damn a family straight. Gotta make sure damn the kids in Gotta make sure damn the bills is paid. And then let's get to the money. <Academia>. <falando> <plugging noise> <toasted noise> <outhern aí> Get to the money, to the money, uh-huh. Oh,